Hello and welcome to Talking Strength, Episode 5. Um, this is Lessons Within Strength, Episode 2. So once again, like like I kind of explained in the last time, um, this is basically just like a mini episode or a mini lesson. Um, reflecting back on the, the previous week's guest that we had, and that was obviously Jenna Davies. Um, and it kind of just like the main takeaways that I, I really... Um, like resonated with me from that episode after re- listening to it and kind of just going through and picking on the certain topics and and seeing how that's related to my life I suppose over the last couple of weeks or since the episode and, and diving into that so um, as you can see if you you've watching on YouTube myself and and Ziggy my my fluffy golden retriever are sitting here in the gym I've just kind of finished for the day um, so you may hear me shout at him every now and then when he doesn't know what personal space is, um, so I apologize for that. But yeah, we've we've kind of just finished up for the day. It was a bit of a hectic day. Um, I had a good couple of clients this morning. Um, been working a lot more with um, more injured clients, I suppose. Starting to get more and more um, serious cases, if you want to call it that, and just trying to reintroduce some form of function around these clients. Um, and just seeing like their their perseverance around their training and and trying to work with them, trying to get them you know back to some form of functional, some form of normality for them, and trying to get them pain free is kind of just it ties into the topic that we're going to go into today. And um, but I think that just before that, we kind of just touch on a few things and unfortunately pay some bills. Um, so first things first, obviously, like I, I'm kind of talking about now, I obviously have a few coaching spots for online coaching available um, starting in about two weeks time so if anyone is looking for online coaching or specifically more around like having any niggles within the gym or trying to to train around any um, injuries or any problems that you have uh, you know that's my wheelhouse my specialty um, I'm pretty good at that c- coming from the, the injured side myself um, so I'm specifically looking for people around that realm. So hit me up. Um, I'll link everything in the show notes. And then the, the last thing that I've kind of uh, aligned myself with a vitamin brand um, called Bondi Vite. Um, they're an Australian-owned company. Um, they do vitamins. I've been using their, their magnesium and their omega-3 for like the last f- two months. Um, so what I, I tend to do I use their magnesium kind of post-training and it's a little bit of a, a different school of thought. So I, we understand like we want to try and like drop the hammer in training as much as we can. And we, we really try to pump the, the accelerator as, as you would call it in training. Um, and I think, you know, from, from a bit of a, a prescript way of teaching and the way we've discussed it is, is being able to train that like parasympathetic or being able to pump the brakes. Like you can only go as fast as you can go if you know when you pump the brakes, like you're going to stop. So it's like, can you bring yourself from that heightened position, like that high, um, you know, state, if you want to call it, and bring yourself straight down and and really get that rest and digest to work. And I find high-dose magnesium post-training has really started to to help me in terms of that. I track everything on an HRV. um, So I track everything with my Whoop. 
and I've seen a, a, a dramatic difference in terms of my heart rate variability with that and being able to really bring myself back down after a really big session. Um, so like I said, like I've aligned with them. Um, I wouldn't align with a brand that I don't think is good or it doesn't align with my values. The owner of the company is, you know, himself <laughs> has himself been through um, multiple, I think it's ACL injuries, if I remember correctly, um, playing footy. And um, he, like he understands injury, he understands S&C, and he's trying to bring the best vitamin brand or best supplement brand in terms of nutri- micronutrients to players and athletes in Australia. Um, and his values kind of just line up with mine. Um, so, you know, full disclaimer, obviously I, I've got a code. I do make commission off of the code, and I'll just be open and honest with you. Um, you can use it, don't use it. Um, it's bv james 15 you can use that checkout and you'll get i think it's 15 percent off i can't remember what my commission percentage is but you know this game i do make some kind of money from it so helps pay the bills i guess um so that's pretty much bill paying for now <coughs> excuse me um so yeah it's been a bit of a week it's been a bit of two weeks i suppose and reflecting back i've listened to the podcast with jenna probably I don't know, two or three times one to obviously get this episode on the go, but kind of just I don't know, been in a bit of a bit of a, a state. Um, I had a really busy two weeks. I'm just trying to put into practice a lot of like what we spoke about. So we obviously spoke about being present or reflectiveness around like your your everyday life, or like what your actions, um, and you know, with just events that have occurred in my life over the last two weeks specifically. Um, just creating some form of time for myself to reflect on what has happened in the day has been it's been an interesting experience. I mean, it's been a difficult experience. Excuse me. <coughs> Sorry, got the, the rona. Um, it's been a, a bit of a difficult experience for me just because I've, I've struggled to be present in my head. And I think, like, I bring this up because I don't think it's something that we can just do or turn on or switch and, you know, be perfect at reflecting. I don't think anyone's perfect at, at doing reflections. I don't think anyone's perfect at whatever, their, their meditative process, is if that's what you want to call it. Um, and I've struggled. I've, I've really struggled over the last two weeks to be still in myself and sit in a room by myself. And that's, like I said, that's got to do with a, a few factors that's, that's kind of occurred, um, like a bit of family issues and relationship stuff and well, ex-relationship stuff, I guess, um, and just just being able to just sit by myself. I say this sitting in my gym by myself with my dog, um, and finding it actually quite difficult to sit here today and do this. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, just because I don't, I don't want to think about the day. I don't want to think about like what has happened or reflect on what has gone through the day because it just means that like my mind needs to calm down or my mind needs to be still. And excuse me, geez, like, <coughs> um, and it's it's something that I've probably been struggling with, um, trying to find that peace of mind. So, uh, like I said, I've I've been really listening to the podcast again over the last two weeks trying to pick up the golden nuggets and obviously the big one is obviously like creating some form of reflection around your day or, or being able to be still within your day 
um, you know, like I've just admitted, like I'm really struggling with that. And the other one is obviously the way in which that Jenna was over to to use strength training to overcome or overcome adversity or overcome the problems that she's she's had in the last year. And um, jeez, <coughs> like, um, yeah, it, it's I find people who take strength training to a certain level or, or actually really invest in it are are able to overcome so much more and whether that's got to do with you know the discipline around training or having to find the motivation to keep going is that, you know that's probably th one of the main reasons behind it but it's it's just that strength training is hard the strength training is difficult and i think it relates to life so much I I in an easy way and i've i've seen it with you know, myself with the guys I used to train back in South Africa with, um, like we just were able to kind of get through difficult times because we had kind of gone through hardships ourselves within training. And I know that it sounds very difficult and or f sounds very um, cliche. Like they would say, you know, like if you if you can stand up with whatever 100 pounds and 200 pounds on your back, if you can stand up with anything in life. And yes, I suppose that's true, but I don't really want to think about it like that. It's just, you know, training to me has always been an outlet. It's been something to knuckle down with and just, <coughs> excuse me, jeez, like, um, it's been something that I just, I, I get in, I do what I need to do. And I've always found that being disciplined and being able to just get get shit done has just helped me in life just helped me really focus my attention levels into life and into the, the hardships that come with it like you know i speak about my story about the the pain and my hip and um, you know lying in hospital beds and just not not being able to function not being able to do what i needed to do and it's i honestly don't think if i had not been through the types of training that i had been or know got involved in the types of training I did one I probably wouldn't have had to have the surgeries and two I probably wouldn't have been able to overcome them um, just because I was so used to so used to just getting it done it's like you just shut up like I used to whine I'll be a hundred percent honest um, and I think some if my old training partners ever listen to this I don't know if they would um, <coughs> I could I could whine in training cycles, I could really moan, I could really whine, um, and I could be a little bitch, I guess. Um, and I suppose that's got better. Um, with the injuries that I've overcome, I think my adversity is, is better, I suppose, or I, I'm able to just carry on and not uh, bitch and moan as much. I'd probably bitch and moan as much my partner outside of things than than in training at all, I think she could attest to that back in the day. Um, but I always found that no matter what circumstance I was kind of going through, <coughs> I could kind of, I just had the strength. Um, and yes, that, like I say, that's got to do with strength training. I've done some stupid shit in my life. Um, I do remember certain training blocks that were a lot more difficult than others. And I, I, I know that those those training blocks were the ones that prepared me mentally for anything that I could. I I specifically remember going through <coughs> excuse me two two training cycles one a and 
uh, an imam of back squats, so every minute on the minute back squats for like some form of density training, I suppose, at the time. And it was just horrific. It was something like 10 rem- reps every minute on the minute for like, it, it, it increased by two sets every week until I was kind of doing 30 minutes worth of back squats at something like 80 to 100 kilograms. And I was, I, I was murdered. I was broken. Um, and I remember coming out of that cycle one, you know, my squat was pretty good. I had built up a decent work capacity around that. And that's probably the only time I would ever really use that. Now, looking back on it now, it was stupidity in terms of conditioning or, or whatever was being, whatever it was being used for, to be honest. Um, and, uh, you know, knowing what I know now, I would never do that form of, of work on a barbell. It's just you're looking for trouble. Um, but I remember coming out of that cycle and like just being able to take on the fucking world because I had done 30 minutes worth of staring down the barrel of just pure death, I suppose. Um, that was the one. And then I did a similar type of thing coming out of my second surgery, I think it was, so my second labrum repair. Um, I obviously couldn't do any lower body movements. I couldn't bench as much as I was. <coughs> I was benching on a four days a week or something and in my head it was a really bright idea to do an, an imam cycle of bent barbell bent over rows and it kind of went on for about two and a half months and every week I would add um, I'd, I'd add two more sets or two more minutes worth so I started off with like 10 by 10 at like 40 kilograms and then I went I eventually landed up finishing a, a brutal cycle and if Jono ever listens to this, I remember him joining in or me roping him into my last ever cycle of it, which was 60 minutes worth of 10 reps at 80 kilograms of barbell bent over rows or, or dead stop rows, actually, I think they were. And I remember, I remember having to completely shut off from any and all emotions, and it was, it was, those were the cycles that I, I know, um, changed my mindset and completely <coughs> made completely reworked me over and made me stronger in in a personal capacity because I remember sitting there and I remember just go getting through like round 20 or 21 or something like that and I was like I'm I'm a third of the way I was burning everything was pumped everything was jacked there was probably some hard EDM going on if I remember correctly like we used to train to some strange music back in the days um and it was mindless just no thought just grip the bar wait for the timer to go off and every minute or every 60 seconds like pump out your 10 reps grit through it grit through the pain and just just get it done and i remember being sore for probably like a week or so afterwards and it was just fucked and the amount of the amount of back volume that i put through then disgusting and like I think back on it now and like I've said it's like I probably would well probably I say probably I probably would do it again just for the shits of it just to test myself because I feel like sometimes you do need to kind of put yourself in a a position of of hell (coughs) every now and then depending on how you are emotionally um but (sighs) the whole point that I'm getting to out of all this is is strength training has been my crutch in everything and I don't mean that in a negative way. It's been my, it's, it's been what's got me through all of my shit in life. It's been what's got me through all of my relationship fuck ups. It's got me through 
all of my, you know, all, all it it's got me to, it's got me to Australia. It's got me to sitting in my little facility or little gym. It's not a facility. It's a double garage, but whatever. It's got got me into my space that I created through a pandemic when I should have failed after being fired from a company that I had questioned the values of and they didn't like that. Um, and I should have failed. I should have I should have not been able to make it. And to be 100% honest, I don't, to this day, I'm not 100% sure how it did. But I will say that it comes down to the fact that strength training made me harder and allowed me to overcome any and every obstacle that kind of is in my way. Like, no matter what it is, like, I got the mental capacity or the fortitude or whatever, the, the pure dumb luck that, like, I know it will be okay because I've been through so much worse. And, like, I have I have that saying, I don't know, if you know me, you've probably heard me say it. It's like, it could be worse. And I've said it a few times, and I say it quite a lot, actually. Um, and I've had a couple people turn around to me and say it's such a negative thing, and it's not. It's It's got to do with perspective from my side. And it's like I come from a, uh, I come from a place of where this is not possible right now, and especially in the pandemic, the pen, especially with the pandemic that's currently going around. Um, like I'm blessed to be where I am right now. Like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm very thankful every day I wake up. I've got my dog. I'm very thankful I wake up. He's next to me we're in a safe place you know i don't have to worry about sleeping with my gun under my pillow anymore i don't have to sleep with my rifle next to my bed um no and that that's not all that's not all south africans to be 100 percent honest and that there are a few that listen to this and it's just the industry and the environment that i was in in south africa that's was my standard sleeping pattern it's like my glock went under my pillow my rifle went next to my bed and my alarm went on for the house and that was kind of it um you know like i wake up every morning and like my hand's still under the pillow it's like it, I, I think my gun's there but it's not and it's like i'm thankful like i reflect as much as i kind of maybe went into it and i said i don't that much anymore i've been struggling with it. it's like i reflect every morning when i wake up and i'm trying to wipe the shit out of my eyes at five in the morning or six in the morning depending on what what day I'm having and how I'm, I'm starting my day. It's like I reflect by not having to grab my gun and put it in my holster or not having to pick the rifle up and put it into the safe anymore. It's like those little things are things that I, like I reflect on. It's perspective for me. It's like it could be worse. Like I wake up every morning and the first thing I do is I go and take a piss now. I'm like instead of waking up in the morning and like grabbing my gun and putting it in a holster and carrying it around with me, it's like, yes, that is me choosing that i chose to be armed i chose to you know put that type of environment around me and i'm not saying that that's anything negative and i'm not saying that's the only like the only way you should do it in south africa if you live in south africa there are good parts there are bad parts but i wasn't going to be a victim and i chose that i chose to you know protect myself protect my family and uh, you know with that came the consequences of what i'm talking about it's like i walked around in a sympathetic state 90 percent of the day or condition orange is kind of what they would call it. it's like i walked around with a loaded gun on me every single day constant looking around like 
is this person going to hijack me? Is this person got a gun? Do they have a knife? Like, I coached with a gun. I I drove. I did everything. Everything in my life had, like, the subsidy of, like, I was watching out if something would happen. And, yes, that's not healthy. It's I'm not saying it is, and I'm not saying that every South African does that, and not every South African does do that. And, again, I'm not making excuses for it. It's like, I chose that. I chose that life. I chose that responsibility chose that responsibility to be able to do that and you know looking back on it now and, and like i'm tying this all back into it, it's like my perspective is when i wake up in the morning it's like i don't have to do that anymore like i can be semi-chilled i can go to a coffee shop and i can sit there and not have to not have to sit there watching where the teller is or not have to find a table where i can put my back to the wall and make sure that like, I'm watching every entrance just in case something happens. Like, I still do that. But I don't have to do that. I don't have to sit there and, you know, just think about the worst that could happen. I can actually sit there and enjoy my cup of coffee, enjoy my breakfast, whatever I'm eating or doing, and live my life and 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 have fun um, in the environment that I've been able to put myself into. I have got no idea how I got onto this from <laughs> the perspective of overcoming from strength training. But anyways, that's kind of where this would take. And if if anyone from my labs is listening, they'd kind of understand, like, this is the rabbit hole that we go down. Um, but yeah, <laughs> oh, fuck. So basically, you know, like I took from the podcast is like just being able to overcome the situations that you're in, overcome the situations that you are faced with um, and we find that like strength training we always find that people that are involved within strength training are always able to you know come out of the come out of the, the, those situations so much better um, and just able to kind of keep going and putting one foot in front of the other and just keep it keep it moving forward um so yeah i think that was the the big one for me from that side um and we spoke about, you know, a little bit of like not playing the victim. And I kind of, I think maybe that's where we can kind of tie into all this as well. And what I was talking about, it's, you know, I chose not to be a victim. And I try and choose every day to not think in a victim mentality. And I think that's where my, like the saying of like, it could be worse comes from as well. It's like, I, I, I could be in a so much worse situation. I choose not to be. I choose to wake up every morning and try and be happy or try and reflect on the, the good things that I have in my environment or in my life. And I think, you know, even if you are in a shit situation, it's like placeboing yourself to think it could be worse. <laughs> like, it, it'll do you so much good from that side. And it's like, it, it, it's something, like I've said through this whole thing, it's like I've been struggling with over the last maybe two weeks, is reflecting and trying to look at my life and trying to look at everything going around me um, not in a bad way like there's nothing negative I suppose from that side it's just a growth phase I suppose that I'm going through it's just something that I'm I'm dealing with and trying to to really work on um, so I think you know the big takeaways obviously that the strength training allows you or helps you overcome all of those all of your, your big past and, and part of that is like a reflective process um, and being able to kind of really look back on your day or look at your actions that you've done and and take note of those actions um and it's something that i'm really 
still trying to master and I think that's the key thing is like if you continue to try and master it um, you'll always be in a better position versus giving it a go and then giving up um, so yeah I think that's kind of where we'll leave this this mini episode for today I went off in a bit of a tangent um, apologies but yeah you know take it for what it is try and implement some form of reflect reflective reflective process and um hopefully hopefully you gain something from it um and if not just remember at the end of the day it, it could be worse it really really could be that's it